Should we spoil a movie here or what? Yeah, guys, let's talk about this movie. Let's I'm ready to get out. into it. Let me just get my notes back out. Okay, are we ready? I'll do like a real intro. I'm nervous now. You're the boss. I have no nothing prepared. Other I than, don't either. I, but I have the IMDb page open, and in my other tab that I have open is the Wikipedia entry for Pentecost. <laughs> That's, That's more than I have. I have and I, uh, and I my shitty the, notes. The trailer. I watched the trailer just now, and um, yeah. Well, now you know why I, I did not want to see this film, but I did, I so here we go. All right. Uh, welcome, listeners, to our podcast, Get Spoiled. This podcast is meant to spoil a movie, a new release, so you don't have to waste your time going to see it. Alternatively, maybe you've enjoyed this movie, and you want to hear others talk about it again. Um Either way, I welcome you. My name is Samantha Herman, joined by my co-host, Jeremy Knight, Chris Wilson. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. clear listeners i will have seen the film and i'm going to spoil it for jeremy and chris who have not seen the film uh i'll take that burden happily and today i'm going to spoil the feature film pacific rim 2 uprising rise up pacific rim colon uprising (laughs) i was not looking forward to seeing this film um Uh i did many things to not have to see this film uh, <laughs> Not as many as me, because I didn't see it, and you did. Yes, I did. Um, Thank you, but, Sam. Yeah, and we also uh, we also basically made you uh, watch this film because many other films you suggested, either Chris or I or both of us were like, ah, we might one day want to see that. Don't spoil that one for us. And until we we came up with Pacific Rim Two, <laughs> a movie that neither Chris and I will ever see, so it worked out perfectly. I mean, and, maybe I'll I see it, but that. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I just watched the trailer like seven minutes ago, and I feel like I have seen it now. So you might want to see it, but you're going to feel like you've seen it when I'm done with you. Absolutely, we're going to enter Thank a you. world. That's now, a Chris, promise and a threat. <laughs> Chris, you say that the only prep you've done is uh, watching the trailer seven minutes ago. Um, yep. But what about Pacific Rim One? Did you see that film? Okay, I mean, okay, I, yeah, you may you? have a point there. I did see it. I did okay. see it in the cinema. Yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, yep. Ron Perlman. <laughs> okay, very good. I uh, yep. same for same for me. Also saw it in the cinema. Did enjoy it, Ron Perlman. And uh, I remember my one takeaway from it was, I loved all the parts that didn't involve human beings. Like the sequences of robots punching monsters was. Uh, at times quite beautiful, I thought. I thought it was yep. really, yep. It really had something there. It was, those were exciting scenes. And then anytime yep. it was a close-up of a human's face in the robot being like, let's do it, I, I didn't care, and I didn't care if they lived or died. Yeah, except for Ron Perlman. Other than that, basically, every, I agree with everything you said. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like the film at all, and oh. Um, oh. I did not want to see this film because of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's the clip that we should use to market this episode. 
<laughs> okay, wow. You know, okay, it's well, kind of a... None I of us to want gender. to see this film. <laughs> <laughs> I and need I to see, gender type. I see everything, by the way. So it was weird that I hadn't already seen this because it's been out for a week or so already. Mm-hmm. Could it be yeah. a gender thing, Sam? Like, there is a primal thrill to number one. I remember when the, even the first trailers came out for the first movie. It was like there was something very powerful about these giant robots punching these giant dragons in the face and maybe that was something that appealed to boys more than girls if i can say that i know i can't i mean but i can't speak to that all, it didn't appeal that to is me super normative <laughs> second of all uh-huh. i'll have you know that my very special lady friend enjoyed the first film <laughs> fair enough yeah and but, i uh, do enjoy a, masculine size of one. yeah i normally enjoy like the what you would consider a masculine film uh, which is yeah. why I went to see it in the first place. But anyway, what's Pacific done is Rim done. One, I in saw conclusion, it. <laughs> some of us liked it. Yeah. And for me, I didn't remember <laughs> one second of it, and I didn't read any recaps of one before I went into two because me going to two was extremely last minute, and I was even late by about 30 seconds. There was an mm. incident with my ticket buying. Um, I won't belabor the audience with those details. Um, so Your I rage remember... <laughs> is, is uh, palpable regardless. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't remember anything. But the film, too, as it evolved, I did remember stuff from number one. Uh, I didn't feel like I was missing the point of any of it. Can we just... Uh... Okay, wait. Who, who directed the first one? I forget. Guillermo del Toro. That's right. Okay. Academy he, he Award did... winning Guillermo yes. del Toro. Yeah, he yes. did not direct part two. No, no, he did no. not. No, he did not. <laughs> a man named Stephen S. DeKnight directed it. Feature I'm debut. I'm sorry, Jeremy. I, I just realized, Jeremy, but that guy kind of just one-upped your whole name. I know. He really did. I'm changing Stephen my... S. DeKnight versus Jeremy Knight? Yeah. He's coming with it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. And now he's yep. made Pacific Rim colon Uprising 2018? Come on. Yeah. Uh, he also is currently a producer... I'm just looking at his filmography, and his most recent producer credit in 2016 is a, something called Travel Boobs. Uh, <laughs> so he's once again one up to me. He just yeah. continues to one Also, up. he's just now, in that, since you've said that, become my favorite director. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is his first feature film directing. Uh, this is. Yeah, can not we go a small film? Yeah, Travel Boobs is uh, three female friends. They look to run away from their problems on a road trip. Uh, it looks kind of like playfully, the poster looks like it came from the 70s, almost like a 70s grindhouse kind of vibe. Uh, it looks kind of playful. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of any of these women. There's three women. They seem to all have, have boobs. Um, <laughs> and they travel. Uh, I don't know what this is. It's a show. It's a television show. Six it episodes. Sounds, it sounds like something you'd buy in a vending machine on a road trip <laughs> at a truck stop, you know? But now, <laughs> apparently, it's a television series. Yeah, guys, yeah. Just, I'm going to hit the 7-Eleven, get some jerky and some travel boobs. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 2016, and... Um, okay, uh, oh, I've zoomed, zoomed in on the poster, um, and uh, the tag. there's two taglines, and I'm going to read them both out loud. The first one is, the open road is a harsh mistress. Okay. Oh, sorry, and this is actually just a secondary punchline to that tag. And these girls are about to get spanked. So oh, dear. That... Steven S. DeKnight. So that was in 2016. He was just a producer. He didn't direct travel boobs. He just Maybe produced. He just, 
he just traveled realized a good place to invest his money and then did so and got the credit yeah and then he left frog to whatever millions of dollars of budget this film is handed to him as his directorial debut because that makes sense okay. yeah okay. steven has tonight uh career tv enigma. guy he's an enigma yeah an enigma who has oh. improved upon my last name Respect. Your, your whole name let's be honest <laughs> yeah yeah Damn sorry it. sorry okay i'm just gonna kill myself i think he should become your nemesis and we can just concentrate on destroying him but first we have to talk about this movie well yeah, guys, I'm this, film is the first, for you. this yeah, is our first step true. in taking him down yeah that's true jeremy one tonight <laughs> zero or maybe one also depending on how this movie turned out to be let's rise up rise I'm up I want to paint the picture of this film for you guys. I'm really excited about it. And uh, I welcome all your clarifications and your questions as I proceed. Good. There's going to be a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I expect so. Uh, it's a science-y film, which is not my area of expertise. And as the first five minutes progressed, I almost left. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. There's no way I'll be able to accomplish my goals for tomorrow in recapping this. But... I stayed the course, and I feel really good about it now. I feel so much like better. I have the knowledge that you need. I'm you're ready to begin. Last, you're the last true hero. <laughs> Proceed. Well, me and John Boyega. Okay. The war of part one is over. The kaiju, which are the Godzilla beasts that you referenced before, are vanquished. They're gone. And the Jaegers, which are the robot things, like a oh, yeah. Transformer kind of deal, uh, are um, you can't have your own. There's a penalty for it. They're only government sanctioned. You can't have like sure, a toy version. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that's the intro. Just set the stage. And, um, and some more stage. I'm sorry, I got to stop you right there. Some more <laughs> stage setting. What? Is this in a future? Is it supposed to take place in current day? Does that matter? I do not know. It's supposed to take place like 10 years after part one. Whenever that was. All right. Okay. And does it take place in a particular part of the world? Per yes, some, somewhere on the Pacific Rim, perhaps? We, yes, we start in Santa Monica, California. And mm. then we go back to where they were in the first one, which was a base in uh, Japan, I believe. All up in the Pacific Rim. Got it. All right. So, we're in California, we're starting, I kind of know everyone's names, I'm going to just try and set that stage, and stay consistent, stick with me. Okay. I will call John Boyega's character Pentecost, because that is his last name. <laughs> I, and, like, I assumed we would be calling him Finn. In I, this, was, like, I, I was like, maybe. he's Finn. But when I saw that his character's name was Jake Pentecost, I said I had to say, "Hang on a minute, that's even fucking better. Like that's crazy." So Pentecost, yeah, okay, good choice. So Pentecost. He is Idris Elba's character's son from the first movie. He was a war hero. Pentecost Jr. joined the army as well. Got disillusioned, dropped out of it. We begin the film. He's a bit of a bad boy. He's running game with some smugglers, trying to do a trade, and he's sneaking. He's not being forthright with them. He tries to trick them. A chase ensues, uh, which leads wow. him. And we're in Santa Monica. It's post-war. It's complete destruction. It looks like just a junkyard. So he's uh, running he, around. Uh, what's he trying to smuggle? Uh, some tech. This is when I walked in. Some tech item. It's very small. I don't know. 
something mechanical. Item. Yeah. My, microchips. <laughs> something like that. Microfiches. Yeah. And uh, he's, as he runs away in this chase, he ends up in the lair of a very young woman, probably 15. Her character's name is Amara. I'll call her that. Um, name. And she yeah. has made one of these Jaegers. She's made a Jaeger, a home, yeah, a home, homemade. It's like it's small. It's all made of scrap parts. It's she calls it scrapper, and they start chatting, and then they realize that one of these, like enforcers of not ha- being allowed to have Jaegers, is on their tail. So they get in scrapper together. They've never met before, and they uh, lay chase with wait, the. Oh wait, okay, gonna have to stop you there. Okay, yep. All right, I have a few questions. <laughs> How big is this scrap? this Jaeger she made? Uh, I don't know, 20 feet? 20 feet, okay. So, yeah, so not 300 feet like the ones we're familiar with. No, Pacific it's, it's particularly a tiny version. Okay. And Pentecost was running away from smugglers that he had double-crossed? Correct. But now they're being chased not by those smugglers, but by a government official? Correct. How, wait, what? How, <laughs> Yep, the smugglers do not reappear in this film. Uh-huh. But there just also happens to be a, a government official who's also around and is, like, peeking his head into people's lairs. Well, the government official is a huge Jaeger. So, it, it, yeah, it's a big robot. It's just, like, trolling oh. the terrain looking for these things. Got it. Hey, guys. Yeah. Did you notice that I've been gone for, like, three minutes? I thought you were just really taking it in. Yeah, I thought you were just really taking it in, too. Just, uh, just letting you know, my, remember when I wrote in the, my WhatsApp in the chat that my internet's going to cut out because uh-huh. it's been cutting out every 90 minutes? Well, it just did just now. So. Oh, cool. So we have 90 minutes to go. No problem. Um, probably, yeah. But yeah, okay. So please continue. I heard that <laughs> the only thing I heard from the recap so far is something about Jaegers just now. <laughs> Not Jaegermeister, Chris, just to catch you up. Uh, it's a robot. Yes, I, uh, I know that from the first movie. Jake Pentecost <laughs> was running away from smugglers that he double-crossed. He ended up in a, in a hideaway uh, where a 15-year-old girl named Amara lives, and Amara has built her own uh, do-it-yourself uh, smaller Jaeger. It's only like 20 feet in size. And mini Jaeger. Jaeger mini ball. Jaeger, yep. And Pentecost is like, whoa, that's crazy. And this is also not allowed, of course. Um, and now all of a sudden they, they realize that there's a giant uh, Jaeger, a government Jaeger, scanning the terrain and it's found them so now they're on the run together your ability to recap based on my recap gives me all the confidence in the world you're a poet <laughs> you're, you're painting a storyscape and i'm living in it it's a good thing this played out the way it did though let's be honest if jeremy's internet had cut out and it was my job to recap your recap i would have done a terrible job and we all know it <laughs> don't tell yourself so <laughs> no no we all know it come on i'm fine with it I, I look forward to that day, Chris. I Our listeners, maybe not so much, but... Yeah. All right, yeah. we're Just, really... Or, or you're going to do it again in, like, seven minutes when my internet cuts <laughs> out again. Please continue. All right, so, yeah, we're, like, two minutes into the film. Long story short, in the beginning, they get caught by the government Jaeger and um, taken to jail, separated. Um, Rinko Kikuchi's character from the first movie... Oh, yes. Holograms in. Um, because Idris Elba took her in in the first movie, she and Pentecost consider themselves to be siblings. So, And she's now a bigwig in the bureaucracy of the government. Um, so she steps in to say, 
you've kind of been a disappointment. Like, why did you quit the army? You could have been a real hero. And here's your choice. You got arrested, so either you're going to go to jail or come back to the army. And he's like, I'm too old to be a cadet. I'm not coming back for that. She says, I'm not asking. What's he getting arrested for? What are the charges? This uh, not allowed Jaeger situation. He, he didn't build the Jaeger. He was involved. It, it was no, he wasn't. Loose charges. He, <laughs> he was involved with those who did build the mini Jaeger. He just met her. He'd never met her in his life. He just happened to stumble on her upon her lair. This well, is these charges also, are trumped up, and I they think they would be a, roundly dismissed. They got in a big chase though, wherein he destroyed lots of property. <laughs> While in the Jaeger. <laughs> in the Lots mini Jaeger. I thought they lived in ruins. Yeah. I'm picturing it's... like a I'm picturing I can't like a post Skynet uh rubble society. It is. I can't Jeremy, I can't <laughs> defend no it. Currency. I can only I can only tell you what happens. Okay, fair. Okay. So so young young Pentecost, son of Stacker. Yes. Pentecost. <laughs> He's given the choice. Jail, army. I'm too old to be a cadet. I don't want you to be a cadet. I want you to train the cadets. You both are coming to the base right now. What do you mean the both of us? Of course, she means Amara. She has the same penalty. Can I ask about the government? How, what, how was the government? Like, it's a bad government, right? I can't remember from the first movie. Uh, no. Very loose details. It's more army. So it's like a, a mili- militaristic rubble-based society. Yeah. Extremely so. And, and, and the government... It was a government program that created the Jaegers. You know, the government right. saved the Earth uh, right. by beating the Kaiju. Right. right. So there, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, it's now, not really like government corruption or anything. That doesn't, that's not involved. Okay. I have another question. What happened to Stacker Pentecost, a.k.a. Idris Elba, a.k.a. He Stringer Bell? died. Did he die in the first movie? I believe he did. He's definitely dead now. He was also bizarrely miscast, I thought. Yeah. Like, but he, really bizarre. He did deliver that one line pretty strong. The one where he was like, we're canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> Which is not an easy line to say. But he, he stepped up on that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed your delivery just now. So. Oh, thank you. Oh. Yeah, but your name is not Stacker Pentecost, <laughs> nor is it even Stephen S. Knight, so... I'm I am shit. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, we're barely dented into this film. Oh, we're I'm just really? getting to the oh, base. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Pacific Rim colon uprising. <laughs> yeah. Let's so get, like, focus the, up. Our, our two heroes, Jake Pentecost and Amara, um, whose last name is Namani, Amara Namani, say that three <laughs> times fast, are given a choice. Jail or join the military. Yeah. So they go. Okay. She's excited about it. She's the reason she made her Jaeger her Pentecost question was, I'm not just going to wait around for the kaiju because they're going to come back and I'm not going to be defenseless. Not like the first time. It's very ominous. Um, So she's excited to join the army. She's okay with it. Um, Pentecost, not so much. When he gets there, he's reunited with his former drift buddy. I'll come back to that in a second. Played by Scott Eastwood. I'm going to call him Scott Eastwood. Uh, He's uh, just a true military guy, all-American just all in. He's running yeah. the cadet program. They used to be drift buddies, which if you recall from the first movie. I barely do, but so we're going to have to talk yeah, about this again. I barely did, to- but I drift? now remember. Yeah. That kind of drift? No, I wish. Oh, that's um, too bad, because I know all about that drift. <laughs> Catch my drift. 
Nuh-uh. Please also, continue. also not that. Um, in the Jaeger, which are giant, you have two people running it physically inside oh, yeah. of it. And in order to be yeah. effective in running the thing, because you swing your your real arm in order to swing the Jaeger's arm and such, you the mind one... meld with each other, called drifting. Right. Um, Does which, one person handle one arm and the other handle the other arm? I believe that's true. Yeah, but you have that's to like so you have to be stupid. like symbiotic. You have to like and le- be and like leg and leg. Yeah. I don't know. I think about- so. And like at one point, way later, when only one person was in one, which we'll get back to, they're like, "It's too much for you. One man cannot control the Jaeger. Like you'll burn right. yourself out. So you, it needs the power of two brains, apparently. Right. And and as I recall. It requires the power of two brains for whatever reason. And then also those two people have to, like, vibe with each other. Like, yes, it's not like it any two people. It has yeah. to be a good match because you're kind of in each other's brains or something. Yeah, you like, can see each other's were, like, memories tw- and twins stuff. in the last one. Like, some, oh, yeah. some set of twins was one couple. And then, like, I don't and know. Then, they had, like a, qu- like, a backstory establishing a firm relationship between each of the pairs, of course. Right. And Charlie Hunnam, who was the hero of the first movie, paired up with Rinko, right? They were a team. That sounds right. I don't remember. And he's not in this movie. Yeah, no, what happened not. to him? Not what in this movie. I don't know. Not mentioned. He r- realized that maybe it was a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> Pentecost. <laughs> yeah, so Pentecost and Eastwood had been a good pair, but then Pentecost quit the biz. There was a lot of bad blood between them, uh, a lot of resentment for both sides, um, but they come to an accord where Pentecost is just like, I'm going to just do my time here. You do your thing. I'll agree with everything you say. Like, I don't really want to do this. I'm just going to go along with the ride and, like, just get my penalty done with when I can be let free. And Eastwood says, that might be sooner than you think because there's a new drone program being invented by Shao Industries where... Mm. Um, you won't physically need to be in the Jaeger anymore. It's kind of like um, Black Panther's sister when she's driving the car, but she's really so oh, Wakanda. Oh, wait, hold up. Some of us haven't seen Black Panther. You haven't and seen by Black some Panther? Of us, that's, I mean me. That, well, that's, I mean, dude. What movie are we spoiling here? <laughs> dude. I don't think I spoiled you know too shame? much, but that's Have crazy you know, that you haven't seen it. see Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but wait. I will see that movie. Cool, cool, cool. Um, You've really taken me aback. I'm a little flustered. Sorry. Um, you know, remember, remember, I'm also the guy who hasn't seen Avatar. I like to, you know, <sighs> I like to throw down the smoke bomb, and everyone's just like, Thank God. drop that. Like, yo, guess who hasn't seen Thank Avatar God. or Black Panther? The only guy in the world, this guy. These are like sacred texts. Like, it's like saying, like, yeah, being, right. It's like, oh, the Bible, never heard of it. What happened in that? <laughs> Like, Little Red Riding Hood? Don't know the story. What happened? Like, what's up? Yeah, she um, sounds fun. Av- <laughs> she sounds fun. Um, what happens... Like, okay, Avatar, we're gonna, we might spoil that too, Chris, because there's some similarities I'm already hearing to Avatar, right? The whole drift and mind-melding. Yeah. Fair. It has Fair. a bit of a similarity to the way Fair. that he has to enter the body of the, of the uh, Navi. But that's another <laughs> thing. Hang on. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. We're really getting all over the place. Enter the okay. body of the Navi. That sounds... Okay. There's people going inside Jaegers and Navis. And... Yeah, it's a sexy world, Chris. And you're missing out. Sexy world. Okay, so I'm glad that this is the first plot point that has any interest to me so far. <laughs> the idea that, because it's so stupid that you need two people to run a Jaeger. So I'm glad that the idea that our Jaeger could be run remotely 
is being introduced. This this excites me and pleases me. Yeah, so that's the new technology. Rinko is resistant. She fears that such a system could be imperiled by hacks and misuse, and she feels that you need the human involvement. Um, just the same argument as why self-driven cars are being debated. Um, nevertheless, topical. yeah, very topical. Um, Shao Industries is led by Ms. Shao. I'm just going to call her Shao Industries. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So she arrives at the base. They have to do a big presentation of these new drone models um, in order to get funding and like the government to green light it. And that's where we're at. So it's a coincidental timeline where Pentecost and Shao are arriving at the same time for their own uh, endeavors. Their own reasons. Yeah. Their own motives. Yes. Uh, and arriving, you say arriving, arriving where? Japan, or are we still in yeah, Cali? Yeah, yeah, no, we're on the base now in Japan. We're on the base in Japan, okay. Yeah, so that's where we're most still of the rest Pacific of it is going to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> uh, I have to introduce two familiar characters um, from the past film, both of the doctors. Charlie Day's character, we'll call him Newt, that's his name in the film, and then the one who isn't Crispin Glover but looks like him, Dr. Gottlieb. Yeah. Um, if you recall from the first film, they mind melded one of the kaiju, and that's how they learned the uh, the intel in order to vanquish them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that was kind of awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that plays a big and, role. You got to remember that. What are you calling the creepy doctor? Or I mean, that because that actor always plays a creep. Doctor uh, Gottlieb. Doctor Gottlieb. Yeah, I'm going to okay, call them yeah. by their actual character names. Okay. Yeah, he's a creepy actor. I like him. Yeah, so Newt is working for Shao. He arrives with her. He's part of this okay. drone thing. Reunites so with Gottlieb. Who's Gottlieb working for? The military? Yeah. Okay. And Gottlieb says to Newt, I still have nightmares. How are you faring with that? Like, I'm so haunted by it. And Newt is very laissez-faire, cavalier about it. He's like, what a blast we had. It's fine. He's like very dismissive. It. Yeah. Okay. Um, I loved it. Entering yeah. the mind of a hell beast. <laughs> yeah. And he's <laughs> like, thumbs up. now that we're seeing each other again, you've got to come by and meet my wife, Alice. And Gottlieb is like, you're not listening to me. Like, something's not right. I'm inventing this, like, propulsion technique um, for the Jaegers. This drone thing isn't good. And Newt is like, whatever, bro. Like, I got to go see my boss. We're unveiling this thing right now. Like, you're just, like, a crazy, like, mad scientist. Wow. Oh, okay. Whoa, wow. So some tension between these two doctors. Indeed. Gottlieb For, is former shook, drip y'all. Buddies. Yeah. Gottlieb is shook. Do we he need to know shook. more about Do we need to know more about Gottlieb's propulsion technology? We'll get there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to spoil so, the spoiler. <laughs> is he working on it of his own volition or has he been put on it? He's working on it on his own volition, but people aren't telling him cool. not to. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh cool. yeah. So, now let's travel to Sydney, Australia. Let's. On the Pacific Rim. Is yeah. that on the Pacific Rim? Okay. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, many of the characters we've gone through are there. Um, Shao is there. Newt is there. Rinko is there. Pentecost is there. And Pentecost's main Jaeger that he uses, they all have amazing names, and I can't remember any of them. Uh, one is called, like, Obsidian Darkness. I don't know. It's all amazing. <laughs> um, <but laughs> what? Pardon me? Wow. Pardon? <laughs> One is called, yeah, like Athena of Destroy. I, 
Yeah, no, his Jesus is called Christ. Something Destroyer. Anyway, he's in his rig. Um, and his rig? Like, has this been assigned to him? Or yeah. Was it the one he used to use? No. He, 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 no, uh, it might have been his dad's. Not sure. But like Obsidian Darkness, your <laughs> father's Jaeger rig. So when Jeez. they get there, hop, by the way, hop on in and to cost. When when he and Amara get to the base, she knows all of these Jaegers, like they're famous robots. Heroes. She's like, oh, yeah. that one I love. Yeah, she's like, she knows all their specs. Right. She's like, I love Obsidian Darkness. Hey, Pentecost, <laughs> get into Obsidian Darkness. It's that's too good of a name. It wasn't that good, but it's close. Um, okay. It's too good. You're right. Yeah. So they're there. They're doing the drone presentation. That's what it's for. Um, then out of nowhere, um, a rogue Jaeger comes out of the ocean, not run by anyone in particular that we know, um, and lays waste to the whole presentation. Um, Miss Shao almost gets killed, saved by Pentecost. Um, Newt is freaking out, and Rinko, who is in a helicopter, is felled, and Pentecost leaps in his Jaeger to try and catch her in the palm of the Jaeger's hand, but, like, just misses, and they lock eyes as she plummets to her death. Very moving. Ooh. Rinko Ooh. goes down. She goes down, but right before she went down, she sent some information on her iPad, like, out to whatever. Um, Good old iPad. To yeah. the cloud. Yeah, so she sends that <laughs> message. No problem. Um, and the message is, there's something weird happening in Siberia, and... Pentecost. Oh, by the way, during the midst of all this, I don't think that's on this, the Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's I don't think so either. It's a I think deviation. she's misguided. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe that's why misguided. it's weird. It's not on the rim. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, guys, it sounds like it's time to rise up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, uh, and so, meanwhile, I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's really insignificant. But Amara is in training, and she's not hitting it off with the other female, who's an alpha dog, and she resents Amara for getting. Uh, just brought into the army even though she didn't try when the alpha girl who's there failed three times to get her cadet position like she really struggled to get there and so she resents how easy she perceives it to be for amara so there's some tension in that plot line all right word we'll call we'll call her alpha girl yeah because <laughs> okay. i don't know her real name or her character name alpha um, girl yeah so, okay, back to Pentecost. He asked permission of the army to go with Eastwood to Siberia, check out the information uh, in one of the Aegers. I don't know how they get there, if the Aeger just flies itself, but they arrive in the Aeger in like, the snow of Siberia where they find another Aeger. They battle it. Um, whoa, they... wait, whoa, whoa. Hang on now. Are they, like, so they're drift buddies again? Uh... Are, they drift... Are they drift buddying in the Aeger? A bit, yeah. Bit drifting. Okay. This is a little light bit of drifting. drifting. Reluctantly, light but drift. yeah, yeah. Reluctantly. And Eastwood, um, by the way, has been like, we need to understand what the kaiju's goal was before we can know that we've defeated them. And he's like, what do you mean? We did defeat them. He's like, no, that was just the precursor. That wasn't like their true goal. Just like lay a few cities down. There's more. East Eastwood laid this wisdom down. Yes. I'm sure that was very based compelling. on what. His beliefs. His oh, beliefs. those are just his beliefs. Okay. <laughs> and the the kaiju remind me they they came up from the earth like they came out from the middle of the earth. Is that I what mean, happened? I thought. Yes, I believe so. 
it rose out from the seas and from. Was the, there from... some sort of black hole under the water situation, or are we just thinking they've always just been hanging there? I were thought they, they were. Oh, they were awakened. There. Yeah. Yeah, awakened. There was an awakening. An, not an they, uprising. No. They that rose up. Else. They well. Yeah. Ah. But now mm. look whose turn it is. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. So they Jaegered their way up to Siberia where there's another Jaeger yeah, hanging they, out. They battle Bad it. Jaeger. But wait, and... they, they battle it. Who's in that Jaeger? Is it another one of these mysterious Jaegers well, that we don't Jeremy, know? Who great question. Key plot great point. Question. Um, they battle it. They defeat it. And so they open the shell to reveal who the villain is. Oh, okay. And it is just like a huge brain. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of cool. Jaeger. Yeah, so they bring the brain back to base and have it analyzed, and it's made of like repurposed original kaiju materials. Oh, Franken kaiju Jaeger. Yes. What? So just like how Newt and Dr. Gottlieb entered the mind of a kaiju, <laughs> now, now we have kaijus repurposing Jaegers. Well, uh, yes, yes, except yes. that people. But. Pentecost and Eastwood are like, this is a human hand that had to do right. this. Of course, yes. Okay, yes, of course. I'm such yeah, an the idiot. Kai, <laughs> the kaiju don't seem to have fine motor skills or anything. Right, right. <laughs> or laboratories. And because, well, I don't know. Or rubble economies. I mean, you're posing a lot of great questions. And at this point, Miss Shao has worn really bright red lipstick, which to me meant that she was bad. That wow, was what is cueing that's me. That's slut shaming too. of the highest order. <laughs> no, but she uh, you know, she's implied to be bad. Um, so yeah, she's. I was going to say I didn't want to spoil the spoiler, but it sounds like Xiao is is in on this whole thing. I don't trust no. her. I mean, just ride the wave with me. We'll get there. Um, All right. Meanwhile, uh, Pentecost finds Amara struggling to practice her drifting technique. She's really like not connecting with anyone. There's a practice brain hanging from one of the rigs that you can practice against. And he's like, no. It's, yeah. It's... I'm sorry, what? So a person's we're in, brain? We're back in Japan again? Yeah. yeah he's this he's done with Siberia. Yeah. yeah. It was a quick and, interlude. Okay. And we're back at training. And Amara's still trying to learn how to be a Jaeger pilot. Yeah. And there's a brain. I'm sorry. We, have, we need more <laughs> detail on this brain. In the training facility, you can put the helmet on for yourself that you would have in the Jaeger. Yep. Oh, there's like a you, simulated... Yes, it's a simulated other okay. person, but it's just right. a brain suspended from the ceiling. Oh, it's actually a brain, a human brain? It's a brain, yeah. So is it a, is it a, a, a vanquished uh, Jaeger pilot who they just saved the brain of I, and I is continuing to be in service? I don't have service? the answers for that. Does it, it have a like... personality? No. It, it was a brief interaction because when Pentecost finds her and he's like, you need to meld with someone that you actually connect with, I'll do it. So he rigs himself up. The brain is short-lived. I see. So he's like, you need to stop working with this lab stem cell brain. You need right. to work with a real brain with feelings. Yes. Seems like we're belaboring a point that they didn't seem to think was important. I, I, bless me, well, I was trying to pay attention. Yeah. What uh, Stephen S. Tonight <laughs> thinks is important, and what we think is important, Seems to diverge widely. That Venn diagram is messy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So okay. they, they vibe. She finally can get it. And he is able to see her memories, which takes us back to the original attack. And we see that she was separated from her parents and sibling on the Santa Monica Pier as she leapt towards them to try and get the dad to catch her. And he's saying, jump, Amara, jump, I'll catch you. I'll never let you go. The kaiju comes and stomps all three of them, leaving her orphaned. Okay. I see. So, so her father lied to her. <laughs> yeah, basically. Wow. Sucks uh, for her. Yeah, it's moving. They're both crying. Pentecost is shaken by it. Um, but anyway, point is, she's achieved the drift. Um, Tokyo drift. Yeah. Then, but only with Pentecost. Yeah, but it kind of gets her over gotcha. the problem. Yeah. Like, she can do it now. Okay. I see. Uh, so then she and all the other cadets go and check out the brain and the beaten Siberian Jaeger. Um, they sneak in, and there's some, like, ooze that one of the cadets gets, uh, like, a burn from. We don't need to go into the details. He's fine. But because Amara was leading that, she is put on probation because she shouldn't have gone into it. She's rebellious. Very rebellious. Yeah. She's a rebellious spirit. Before she, she plays by her own rules. <laughs> what a scamp. Yeah, okay. Where am I? I'm just reading my notes. Sneaks into the thing. Yeah. All right. Reprimanded. You should, right. They, say, Reprimanded. they say, you're on probation. Yeah. Hit As the brakes. <laughs> Who As tells she's her about, that? Uh, Who's, like, running the military? Pentecost delivers that, but he is not the one to have chosen that penalty. No. Was Pentecost had delivered that news. That's... He, <laughs> He got the shitty job for that. <laughs> is there like a is there a general or a or a lieutenant or even like a commandant like, uh, like Pentecost like Stacker Pentecost would have been? Yeah, there's no one of significance that I have not told you about. That's fucking weird. I'm sure that yeah. person exists, but that's they not been put, a presence in the movie. They forced Pentecost back into the, or into the military and then just kind of made him de facto in charge. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> not only are we making you go back into the military which you don't want to do but we're also going to make you in charge and make tough decisions and lead a group of people and deliver shitty news to people who don't want to who are like people you love who don't want to hear bad news uh, is it a risky move on our part yeah it is for the military Hi. have we thought about it yet no we have not well since Rinko died he's taken it a little bit more seriously right 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 um can, can i uh I've got the Wikipedia article for Pentecost open here, and I feel this is a, maybe the right time. Um, J- just as a reminder. Pentecost? No, just Pentecost, the Christian holiday. Oh, I, I know Christ- very little about it. I didn't know it was Christ- a holiday. Pe- Pentecost is coming up, actually. The Christian holiday of Pentecost, which is celebrated on the seventh Saturday, 49 days after Easter, commemorates the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the apostles and other followers of Jesus Christ while they were in Jerusalem celebrating the Feast of Weeks, as described in the Acts of the Apostles. Mm-hmm. Some Christians believe this event represents the birth of the Catholic Church. Huh. Think about it. I mean, the... it makes a lot of sense in reference to this film. So yeah, there you it's, go. It's when, it's when the Holy Spirit... Descended. Descended. From heaven. On the onto the apostles and gave them like, yes. magic magic beans. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Okay. I used to go to a Pentecostal church, um, not not for my own reasons and for my own worship, but because a friend of mine, his father was a Pentecostal minister, and the church was really awesome, and they had a really big gym, and we would go <laughs> and play 
we'd go and play like floor hockey and basketball on Sundays. Um, but sometimes I would go to the, uh, the sermon part as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it was pretty wild. Like, um, it's not the one where they do like they speak in tongues at one point. Yes. Yeah. They speak in tongues. Yeah. Hmm. So, so people, whenever they wanted would just sort of pop up and, uh, let fly with just sounds. Um, sometimes words, sometimes not words. Um, as they were overcome with the Holy, I guess the Holy Spirit. So I'm, I'm putting it all together here. There's a lot of there's a lot of the Holy Spirit coming down and blessing others. So yeah. I think yeah. that's the meaning that we need to read into Jake and, of course, you know, re- retroactively stack our Pentecost. <laughs> oh, that was deep. Do you think I'm, you took me? You took me places. Do you think yeah. the writers ever questioned, like, at, at some point the writer said, I'm going to name this guy Pentecost. Do you think after he made that choice, do you think he ever went back and went, mm, like, I don't know if this can be my character's name. <laughs> well, that was a decision ever, that was made for the, it was made for the first movie, of course. And yes. that writer not only made the decision to name the character Pentecost, he made the decision to name the character Stacker Pentecost. Yeah, he did. And, and, and are you suggesting I, that it was the wrong choice? I'm no. suggesting it was a bold choice. <laughs> yeah. and I don't I, need to suggest it because it's objectively true. That's a crazy name. That's it's a crazy, so crazy name. Okay, sorry. I can't get over the name. <laughs> I mean, Jake Pentecost is crazy enough. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, Pentecost, <laughs> he's in charge of the army somehow. I think we should have named this movie Pentecost. It should have been called Pentecost Uprising. I think it would have done better at the box office, If it was called that, I was just about to say I might have wanted to see it. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it would have got some of that sweet, sweet uh, Christian Christian Hollywood money. At least in the first opening weekend, they would have been like, ooh. And then, you know, probably wouldn't necessarily have recommended it to their uh, parishioners. Yeah, this had very little to do with the Holy Spirit, it turns out. Yeah, I, maybe I didn't get it, but it didn't really seem to be about the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, um, but, so Pentecost is in charge right. of the Igor program. Yeah, let's get, well, let me check where I left things. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna, you can't remember? Oh, okay. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to reference my cousin Vinny now. And Chris, if you haven't seen that, just, I can't deal with you. Yeah, so. Come on, I'm not an I'm not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Okay. Because uh, I was gonna hang up, and like, you yeah. would never know how this movie ends. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm my internet's gonna hang up soon, <laughs> anyhow. So. I think I already know how this movie ends. Tech, tech. Okay. So uh, Amara, before she is dismissed, tells Pentecost, "Yo, by the way, just so you know, when I was in the." defeated Jaeger, I can tell you that the pipes that were used uh, in building it could only come from Shao Industries because they bevel to the left. And that's the only company that's designed that way. The, I'm sorry. The pipes what? are beveled to the left. I don't know. Left. I'm just making up words. But like, okay. there's oh, like wow. a left. There's like, yeah. They are left turning and that's unusual for whatever that, the hell this thing is that she noticed. That they dress left, is, so to speak. Yeah. That beveling is a signature beveling of Shao Industries. Correct. Therefore, Shao Industries must be the villain and who is like repurposing the tissue and all of these things. Yep. Which... I've been feeling that way since the moment I met Miss Shao. 
Yeah, well, this is just uh, corroborating that suspicion. Um, so, Newt and Gottlieb go to the lab where Shao is uh, to try and shut things down and just, like, see, now that they know this information, what they can do to prevent it. But, shocking turn. Oh, wait, I have to tell you something else. Crazy. It's very important. I apologize. Remember when I said that Newt wanted Gottlieb to meet his wife, Alice? Yeah, I felt that that sounded important. We meet her previously, so I missed that. My mistake. Um, it's just the brain. It's just the kaiju what? brain that he has in his what? bedroom. And what? he speaks to her. At, he's like, hi, honey. Like, had a long day. How are you? And then he melds with her. Yeah. He what? With her? Um, he, like, puts his head himself in the headpiece to meld where he he drifts her her? yeah they drift (laughs) they drift he drifts her hard yeah so uh, and this is the kaiju brain from the first movie that they worked with is is it from the first movie yeah yes he's fallen in love with that brain named it alice and (laughs) married it (laughs) correct (laughs) okay cool that was an important point yep it was okay it was only like two couple scenes back so it hasn't been you haven't been missing it for too long um but that's suspicious um and so it's not how does gottlieb Gottlieb react to that he doesn't even see that that he doesn't see that no one sees that except the audience but we do realize that um unlike newt's cavalier that didn't affect me attitude it is in fact quite the opposite he has been infected by kaiju-ness and is basically enslaved by them in his mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is getting deep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's so the he's, main bad. He's, in, he's the big he's bad. In, he's the big bad. Yeah, Michelle, innocent. Totally innocent. So he's... So the kaiju, through Newt, they've manipulated Newt, they mind control him, and through him, he's the one that's pushed through this drone... Jaeger program. Is yes. that what you're saying? And he's, he's done all of this under Miss Chow's nose. Under her she nose. Was, she's remained innocent. She, yes. She just was pure of heart, thought the drones was a good military technique. She's very passionate yeah. about it. It's her life's work. And he undermined all of that by manipulating it and using the tissue to make these drones turn on humanity. And so he's responsible for the drone attack that killed Rinko. He's responsible for the drone uh, that they fought up in Siberia. This is—it's all Correct. him. All him. Again, again, because he's being controlled by the kaiju. Yep. Yeah, he's because... infected by their desires. So he, like, occasionally, like the real Newt comes through, and he says to Gottlieb, "Like, I'm not strong enough. They're in uh-huh. charge of me." So he's so, battling but... in his own mind. And okay. it, this is a result of his kaiju Frankenstein brain girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Or. Or she is wife. his girlfriend because of <laughs> wife, Chris. Wife. They got married because she's his wife. She, I assume, is his wife because he's being controlled Unclear. by the kaiju. Unclear which came first. You don't know which chicken, which is the chicken, no. and which is the egg. Yeah. Okay. No, but I mean, it, it, the inception was the mind meld from the first movie. He never recovered from that, and just got worse. Right. I think. Right. I think what Chris is trying to ask, but is kind of dancing around, is. Did he fuck the kaiju brain? <laughs> I can only assume that's in the bonus DVD footage. Rise up. 
Jeremy, thank you for asking the question that I couldn't. <laughs> You're welcome. Can I fuck I... it? <laughs> okay, so we're going to have to watch a bonus DVD. <laughs> All right. Very good. Yep. Very good. Okay, How big is so this we've... brain? Just out of interest. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, quite large. It looks like a crane setup, but it's in like fluid, uh, like a huge like cylinder beach of ball fluid. Size? Way more. Way bigger. Oh, oh like, uh, I see. Like a small person. Like a child size of but all brain. Okay. Like a like a like a like an eight year old curled up into a ball sized? <laughs> yeah, like a three footer. This is man. getting a bit weird, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> an eight, let me picture an eight year old curled up into a ball. Oh wait, I can just look over across the room. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> oh god. Okay, okay. So what were we talking Charlie about? Day, Charlie Day, a.k.a. Dr. Newton Geisler, is <laughs> under a mind control of the kaiju, which has allowed them to completely infiltrate Shao Industries, create drone Jaggers, and he thinks he's married to the brain, and his name is Alice. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> he's pinky, <laughs> and the brain is the brain. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. Charlie Day kind of is pinky, actually. Yeah, he kind of is. Okay, I, I'm with this. Let's yeah, go. you might sound incredulous, but yes, you are spot on. That's what's okay. happening in this film. Um, that means that you're doing a good job, Sam. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm really trying. Shao almost shoots Newt. Gottlieb saves him because he thinks there's something to salvage in his old friend. So, uh, oh, so now the secret is revealed to all. Yeah, yeah. Jig is up. Jig is up. Shao's okay. like, how could you do this to me? How did I not notice? And he's like, well, everything is digitized. So I just like shaved off a little here, shaved off a little there. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's shaving, but he was able to do it under her nose. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> you mean okay. funds? Funds, maybe? Maybe. Like, yeah. Like, like that whole movie thing where yeah, they do bank transfers and take like take tiny fractions, fractions of cents. Could be yeah. that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, or he's just like taking some stray materials here and there to make his beast Jaegers. I don't know. Um, he but probably he's got stopped it. CC- he probably stopped CCing her on emails, <laughs> I would think. Those yeah, those left turning pipes. He <laughs> yeah. had some of those. Yeah. 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 He's like any pipes beveling to the left, I want them and don't tell the boss. I'm going to just Wait, defend the movie. I don't pipe? think they said Nothing. bevel. I that was me. I said bevel. Okay. Um, well, but okay. you are you are the movie as far as Chris and I are concerned. Yeah. So true, yeah. true. It's beveling. It's basically um, a pipe. <laughs> so okay, they get into a bit of a scuffle. Newt escapes. He's not in the movie for a, well quite a time from now. He's just escaped, I, and they have to deal with what he has set forth. What about uh, Alice? She's never seen again since the one time he comes home and says, "Hey, honey." Oh, really? Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool. <laughs> yep. Really? Yep. That's, that seemed like a pretty important... It seemed the, the vessel by which he was manipulated. Yeah, that's how think... I forgot about it, because it was the one Jesus. scene. All right, Stephen S. tonight. <laughs> Whatever, bud. <laughs> what you got for us next, Steve? <laughs> Go, Steve. So everyone gathers, and if you recall... Um, Eastwood's wisdom about having to really understand their true endgame. We come back to that, and Pentecost reminds them of that, and they conclude that the beast kaiju, Jaeger, whatever, the hybrid bad guys, are descending, they like map it out of where all of them are appearing globally, 
and then if they point all of them in, they can like uh, triangulate them all to a central location, which is Mount Fuji. Um, Mount Fuji. So they're all going towards Mount On Fuji. On the rim. Yeah. And I'm sorry, this is gonna. This is a dumb question. But I just want to make sure. So far in this movie, there hasn't actually been a kaiju, has there? Not of fresh descent. No, just the like repurposed no monsters. ones. Well, th- uh... Wait, what re- no, there was no repurposed kaijus. There was repurposed Jaegers. These ones now are like more original style kaiju. Just as of now, they're appearing around the world. Okay. Led now by kaijus are new. Up. Yeah, and then uh, you can see that they're all heading toward Mount Fuji. That's their central point. Okay, so uh, up to this point, it was Jaeger on Jaeger crime, and now we have kaijus popping up. Yeah, the and kaiju I, are converging on Mount Fuji. Yes, okay. and I can't speak to if they are new kaiju or if Newt made them. I just don't know. I tried to no, no, he, he come didn't to that make, conclusion. He, he doesn't make kaijus. Kaijus are eternal, ancient beasts, hell beasts. Well, he has them somehow, or he's in collusion with them somehow. Well, they, um, yeah, he's in, they've manipulated him. But I didn't. I thought the, they were defeated. So they're just they're back, or they were always there. I don't know. They were always there. They're like an eternal thing under the, under the earth. Clearly, some of them were still in their eternal slumber. Yeah. <laughs> For All instance, right, you get it. Obsidian darkness. Maybe. Oh no, wait. That's a. <laughs> that, that's that's not. A, it's not a kaiju. But it's uh, okay. Sorry. So uh, they are like, why Mount Fuji? What does Mount Fuji have to offer? And Gottlieb's like, it's got like raw mineral, like raw materials or active materials and the kaiju react badly to it so they decipher all of the sciencey stuff and determine that if the kaiju uh goes in to mount fuji and has like the most raw like encounter with whatever the materials are like it inside of it volcanically or whatever it will have such a bad reaction it will basically explode the entire world like radioactively and kill all of mankind when the oh um uh thank you thank you for that scientific <laughs> rundown samantha but i think chris and i both have questions about what you just said i don't know how to formulate mine <laughs> um, um so okay wait can we just can you just like bullet point that for me again just like the last bit okay so Gottlieb realizes that if the kaiju goes to Mount Fuji, which has all these active ingredients, minerals, deep minerals, all Mineral in its base, and like uh-huh. a high volume of it. Deep minerals. Yeah, or like a, the highest volume of it uh-huh. in concentration. He yeah. already knows that they have bad reactions to it on a lower volume level. So he realizes to the, to the, mineral. to the mineral, yeah. minerals. So if they go right into the thick of it, in like the yeah. high concentration of it, the reaction will be so poor that it will spawn. They shown on a globe, like a hologram of a globe, and just red oh, classic, in circles. Classic, classic. Yeah. So, so it's, just it's like, like baking soda and vinegar. Like yeah. you mix in it, it gets all frothy. Sorry, if you Correct. mix kaiju <laughs> with mineral. Yep. You get of world Mount Fuji. Explode. Yes. Of Mount Fuji, world explode. Not yeah, not even explode, but just like encased in radioactiveness that will just kill living things. And the kaiju are headed there. Yeah. So the, ki- the kaiju are it's... fine with killing themselves. Yeah, they to, want to this. ruin the earth. Yes. They want what? this. Yeah. Oh, they're all the kaiju are kamikaze ying, so to yes. speak. Yeah. Or okay. they have it in mind. Yeah. Okay. 
So we've de- we've so, so it's a race Pentecost. to the Fuji. Yeah. Because minerals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And okay. Pentecost and Eastwood crack this plan, and they know and the Gottlieb. plan. Yeah. Um, and Gottlieb. So remember when Gottlieb was making that like propulsion thing? You did mention Here it. it comes. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, um, they're already too late to get to Fuji in time during or using like traditional transportation means. So they're like, oh, rig us, all man. Is, all is lost. Yeah. All is lost. <laughs> rig us up. Now, Film over. I don't know why only the young cadets come because there presumably is a full army that is alive and well. Um, right. They are I not utilized. So. I can't speak to that, but it's just Eastwood. Pentecost and all the young cadets, including Amara, she's asked back because uh, she's got it's the, time to rise yeah, up. She's got the stuff. Yeah. yeah. You got the stuff. Oh, and they get <laughs> under attack. Rise up. Like they're under attack on the base, uh, including Marla, like, before uh, Jaeger Beast. Additional. More adi- beasts. Oh, Jaeger Beast. Beast. Kai- Jaeger. Kaiju Beast. All of it. Wait, um, oh, no, no. Are, are, are they on their it. way to Fuji? Like, in the midst I mean, of figuring out what the like end game is. Who attacks their base, Jaegers or Kaijus? I don't remember. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> um, you don't remember. It can't be that important. <laughs> it wasn't. They survived the attack. Amara was not taken off base because of this attack. It and then interrupted she was it. So ripe, she's still there. Ripe, ripe yeah. to rise up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then someone, I guess basically Pentecost is running the entire global military <laughs> at this point, is like, you guys. Maybe they only Eastwood. have enough. Maybe they only have enough new propulsion means to get uh, the core team of <laughs> noobs there. Maybe because they're smaller and like who should be prioritized? These people who've never done this before. Got yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the other army is battling the local attack. I don't know. But they all go. They propulsively go to Tokyo. What, and... what do you mean propulsively? Like, what are we talking? Yeah, what like, is this technology? Like, is it something cool? At is least jetpacks, or is it just like jets coming out of their boots? Like, what it, are they, they don't even really show it. It's just like use that thing you invented, and they get there fast. It's not use not a cool that scene. thing you invented. <laughs> Fuck. Spoiler alert. Weak. Use That's the weak. thing. Gottlieb, working all these months and years. What does it turn out to be? Uh, basically, a cut. <laughs> Um, to be fair, there was a lot of activity going on, and I was really trying to pay attention, but some things may have fallen in the cracks, and this might be one of them. Well, that's what this show is all about, really. <laughs> God, I tried. I'm doing better than I ever dreamed. This movie yep. is confusing to me. Um, you are the last true hero. You are Pentecost. <laughs> yeah, you're our Pentecost. Lead us into Fuji, Sam. We're so close. There's minerals. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Race they're to there. Fuji. It's really just one kaiju that's there. Uh, that's like close to Fuji, and all of the team in the various beloved Jaegers that we've been uh, experiencing throughout the film. Obsidian oh. and Destroyer oh. and Athena. You don't oh, even, need to, say, you don't even need to say their names. They're, they're so <laughs> iconic. I mean, we, we all know their names. We don't, we don't even need to go over it. No. They're um, iconic. They're in my dreams every night. <laughs> so they're all there. They're battling some more, like, minor beastie things. A slew of, it looks like, like a kaiju insect goes onto the kaiju and is, like, amplifying its ability. Again, I don't know what was going on with that, but they all get split up. The team gets split up because of this. Because there's other, like, smaller things. They're still in Jaegers, right? 
Yeah, they're all in Yagers. They're all drift. They're all Tokyo drifting in Yagers. Yeah, and right now it's Eastwood and Pentecost drifting together. Got it. Th- that's and... a strong drift. <laughs> Who's Amara drifting with? Just one of the other cadets. Oh. She can just drift with anyone now that she yeah. drifted one time with Pentecost. Is yeah. it the Alpha Dog girl? Is she like? Have they? It made is up? not. Is... It is not. Oh. She is also there, but separate, separately okay. with another drift combo. Yeah. Alpha um, Dog don't play. But they've made amends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they've made amends. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, she said, because her whole deal, Alpha Girl, was like, your scrapper sucks. It's so small. Bigger is better. She's way taller than Amara. And right when Amara is about to be taken off base, she's like, next time you make your next Jaeger, remember, make it a big one. Which doesn't happen, but that's how they've made amends. <laughs> is was... Amara in her homemade Jaeger? She is not. Great question. No, um, that okay. will wait for it. Um, okay. She's in Jeremy, one of the main you just, ones. You just uh, you just made a call that clearly pl- you 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 caught onto a thread, a loose thread in this plot. You really did because uh, like, that has been like confiscated I... and not seen the whole rest of the movie up till now. It's oh. like I am drifting <laughs> through <Sam>. Samantha <laughs> into the brain of Stephen S. Tonight right now. Stephen S. Tonight is Mount Fuji in this <laughs> metaphor. Correct. And I'm going to enter him. <laughs> Metaphor. <laughs> Night enters denied. <laughs> what will middle... next? I hope his middle name is Stephen as well. I hope his name is Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, Denight. Well, but with a PH, the middle name. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Stephen, Stephen, Denight. Maybe his middle name is Stacker. What? <laughs> oh, that'd be good. You should name your firstborn Stacker Pentecost. Wilson. Stacker Pentecost Knight. Oh, me? Oh, okay. Whoever, whichever one of you gets there first. <laughs> it's a race oh. to the Stacker. <laughs> stacker, meet my friend's son, Stacker. Guess who has to fight it out now? Whoever loses gets to be called Jake. <laughs> Still Pentecost. Still always Pentecost. <laughs> All right. So, I'm going to collect uh, myself. So, Mount Fuji, uh, bug, insects, bugs, bug power, there. minerals, deep minerals. They're engaging in various battles. One of the cadets is felled. One of them is trapped. Amara's still doing okay. Um, Eastwood and Pentecost are in chase, but they're struggling. Just a lot of activity. Meanwhile, they're being observed remotely by Gottlieb and Shao uh, from the lab. Uh, and finally, we're reunited with Newt. He's also in Tokyo, right in the thick of it. Um, he's like, oh, no, like, they've come. This battle might not go well. He's in Tokyo. Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he joins the Doctor and Chow. He joins Gottlieb and Chow? No, no, he's where, I mean, Mount Fuji's near Tokyo, so he's, like, oh, where yeah, all the big right. battle is. Oh, I, I didn't know that. I, so, but he's, he's, he's I don't know where things his, are. He's back to his usual self, right? No, he's oh. he wants his peeps to win, but now he realizes that there is um, that they've caught on to the plan. So, but he's like he's still in the military the base. He's not found out. No, he escaped. He escaped to where Mount Fuji is, and he's just watching uh-huh. this battle go down and being like, "Oh, shucks! Like they've came. Like it's not going as smoothly right. as right. I so planned." So he's just like what, like hanging out on a grassy slope or something? Yeah, he's is like he in a on a he's, shop on, he's on a hilltop just watching. Like okay. standing on the ground? Yes. Just him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the kaijus aren't going to attack him. Yeah, they won't. Okay. All right. 
All right, so he's watching. He's got like binoculars or anything. He's just he's chilling. He's there. He's just there, just taking it all in. What's um, he wearing? He's got a beverage uh, or something. Like street regular street clothes, not a okay. uniform. Uh, no okay. beverage. Lab coat. Uh, no. Okay. Um, so the battle is ensuing. Uh, Eastwood is taken down a peg. Like he's suffering. He's like lost his uh. drift. He's not fully injured, but he's like he can't vibe anymore because they've taken a few hits. Right. Um, I can't vibe. As you do. Yeah, can't vibe. And then Amara has ejected from her Jaeger because they were imperiled. So she and her partner ejected to safety. But safety the first. Jaeger is destroyed. She runs up to Pentecost and Eastwood's Jaeger. There's a big like chasm between her and the like mouthpiece of it. She leaps and he's like, no, I don't leap. Like, don't do it. She's like, I believe you. You'll catch me. Call back to the father thing. He does. And she joins in and Eastwood turns it over, turns over his headset to her. Uh, He ejects himself. She drips in. She drips in. So the final pair for the final battle is Pentecost and Amara drifting together. That's pretty big of East. That's pretty big of Eastwood. I kind of like that that choice. Yeah. <laughs> Did he, he like realize go, that the he most goes out in a recliner in the corner? <laughs> he ejects. He's gone. Oh, he, he ejected from yeah. the Jaeger. Yeah. I would have wanted to stay in the Jaeger so I don't get stomped <laughs> by a dragon. Yeah, but I don't think there's a lounge or anything in there. Probably. <laughs> and they were going yeah, into like true. the heart of there's danger. There's no lounge. <laughs> there's a hospital bed over there for you. <laughs> Go to go to sick bay. That's very honorable for Eastwood to have done that. I would have thought with his sort of duty bound uh, militaristic worldview that he would have felt the need to like tough it out. I don't think it was um, a fear based ejection. I think it was like you've got this. Like and yeah, he's yeah, calling yeah. him brother again. Like everything's good. He knows it's the right thing to do, and he entrusts his rig yeah. to her. Did he, sal- like- did he salute before he was ejected? I don't think oh. he did, but he definitely called him brother many times. That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, in Remember the Titans when in the big game, Ryan Gosling, uh, he, he realizes he can't cover the guy that he's supposed to cover. Like the receiver that he's covering is just lighting him up. And he tells Denzel, the coach of the Titans, he says, coach, take me out. Put in the other guy. He's been with me. <sighs> Guys, you know which movie I haven't seen? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm trying not to curse on this thing, but that just got me riled up. You haven't seen Remember the Titans, dog? I don't think so. But then again, my memory is just going to shit, so who knows? Why do you hate movies? Why do you hate yourself? Why do you hate Ooh, us? Those are, those are two very difficult questions. <laughs> Remember the Titans is... Uh... It's really, really good. It's a film. It's a wonderful film. Okay. Anyway, I, was... I, I caught, I caught, what you, I caught your drift, so to speak. Regardless, <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was drifting with you while you were counting <laughs> a story from a film I may or may not have seen. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Unclear. I take back all the harsh things I may have just said exactly. about you hating yourself. You got, you got it, brother. I think we're supposed to call each other brother all the time now, like, like Eastwood. You know yeah. it, brother. Hey, <laughs> right. please continue, brother Samantha. <laughs> okay, so uh, where you left things, it's now Pentecost, Amara, in the remaining functioning Jaeger, 
they're chasing uh, Gottlieb is giving them all he's like giving it the play by play he's like two kilometers away from Fuji the uh, you're never gonna catch up on time then out of nowhere Shao rolls in Scrapper remotely Whoa. using her drone technology hey oh she installed the drone technology into Scrapper correct Scrapper's the mini, to us. mini uh mini Giger. Yes, the one that Amara oh, right. built and was confiscated. So right, that right, just right. like pops into the scene um, to Amara's delight. And she's like, uh, I like upgraded all its weapons. And Amara's like, oh yeah, I would have done that. And Pentecost is like, no, you wouldn't have. Like they still have time to riff, even though they're sure. just on the cusp of world destruction. Um, oh, they're cowboys. Yeah. So not only did she add weaponry to it, but she also added, like, whatever this propulsion bullshit is. So she sure. welds Scrapper to the main Jaeger's arm. Because she has that digital ability. She, okay. Like, yeah. And so it, it it welds itself to the Jaeger's arm. Like, that's what we see. I know yes. Xiao is manipulating that, that, that Jaeger, Scrapper. So it, but... it welds itself to, what, like the upper arm or something? Yes. Uh-huh. Like in the darkness. fist area. Uh, no, they're in, a, they're in a different one. They're in, uh, like, Graphite Destroyer. So I don't know. Oh, okay. Graphite <laughs> Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember that one, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, she welds it on, and it has a propulsion thing. So they, like, jetpack to, towards the bad kaiju. Man, they really... Uh, Stephen tonight really felt... Like, he had something with this propulsion, right? Like, yeah. they're really relying on this propulsion as if it's, like, interesting. But it's but the it key isn't. thing. It's the key thing right now, for what I'm going to say. They realize that this? they can't catch up on time. They need Who to just... Who cares? I'm sorry. I'm just, okay. I'm just, all I can so tell you is what happened and what I he's saw. He's big into transportation. <laughs> yeah. Going places faster than you would have expected. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But not only cool. faster, but they're going to collide into the kaiju... Because they don't have time to go and like fully battle it, they just need to like destroy the Jaeger sacrificially. Yep, uh, kamikaze. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and that's their game plan, and that's going fine. Like they're on track to collide with it, but then their ejections wait, oh, don't work. But don't aren't they risking their own death doing well, this? Well, their ejections don't work at the last minute. Gotcha. And they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I brought this to you." And she's like, "No, it's fine." Like, we're saving the world. Like, it's my honor to do this. He's also, at one point, given uh, an impassioned speech to all the cadets about going to save the world in homage to his father. So they're all, like, gung-ho for this mission, whatever the cost may be. Did he say he was at the Pentecost, you mean? <laughs> did he say um, that they were going to cancel the apocalypse? He did not. Mm, it's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good speech. Um, okay. So they're, yeah, they're just, like, flying through towards this collision their ejections don't work they've made peace with it but then oh they've like now separated from scrapper but scrapper comes back at the last minute saving them and i don't know saving Um, them are they still in transport i'm confused they're like flying through the air and scrapper like adheres onto their jaeger again and they are able to crawl out of their Jaeger into Scrapper, which is uh, like, oh. able to be untethered, and it gotcha. rolls off. All right. So Scrapper essentially solves the ejection failure problem. Correct. It's like, it's like okay, you can't eject, but I can scoop you out, and yes. I will. Does Scrapper yes. have a lounge? 
uh, it rolls into a ball and just kind of somersaults down the mountain, which doesn't seem too loungeful to me. No, but I mean, like, is they, there go a into, they go into Scrapper? It's like there's space for them to just hang out in there? Well, it's not yeah. hanging out. It's where they would be when they were inside it all along. Yeah. Right. Same oh, as with any there's no one in it because there's no one yeah, driving yeah. it because it's got drone technology. Right. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it built Sorry. for two as well? Like, uh, be, it didn't it... need to the same way that the bigger ones do, but there's enough space for two. Okay. So there's a bit of a lounge to Chris's <laughs> Yeah, point. I guess so. I guess there is. Yeah. I'm really lounging. concerned about the whole lounge thing. Yeah. But yeah. they're not in control of Rightly it. Like, so. She's not drifting scrapper. It's all still with Shao remotely. Yep. Yeah. Shao's driving. Okay. So I'm just, she... you know, it's like long distance truckers. They have like that bed in the back, you know? It's like <laughs> yeah. a lounge. Definitely Anyhow, is I just not thought as plush maybe as that. a Jaeger would have a <laughs> lounge. You'd oh. think. You'd think that something that is hundreds of feet tall and can fight ancient yeah. hell beasts yeah. could also uh, afford a lounge. For, for God's sake. You'd also have thought that this propulsion technology would have been invented far before giant dragon fighting robots, too. Like, we have yeah, propulsion you... now in our current world. Like, I'm, I don't understand what's so impressive about propulsion. It's probably it's like, on me that I didn't understand it and am badly communicating it, but it's enough where you can get yourself. through the film. <laughs> okay, don't put so, that on yourself. <laughs> so I assume big main Obsidian Darkness is like scrapped now and no longer in the picture, and they're in Scrapper um, being controlled by Chow, uh, Chow, Chow. and, yeah. and, and hurtling at transportation speeds <laughs> through towards the one kaiju who is trying to get to the minerals in Mount Fuji. Well, well uh, done. Yeah, Graphite Destroyer is still graphite destroyer, yeah. going graphite towards destroyer. the directory of hitting uh, the kaiju. Right. Scrapper saves them in the nick of time, so yeah. they are not sacrificed in that collision. Collision right. happens, the kaiju uh, is taken down, and they just kind of roll like far enough away where they're fine. Meanwhile, Eastwood has found Newt and just punches him in the face and knocks him out cold. Like, there's not really a reconciliation with him he just gets knocked out okay so eastwood fun. jackson happens to find spectator newt Correct. on the mountainside okay yeah and um gottlieb gets the reading from afar that the kaiju is killed like it just comes up on the reading like killed they cheer everyone's happy this attack has been quelled um, Pentecost and Amara frolic in the snow. She's like, I've never seen snow before. And he says, there's a dead kaiju right over there. And what you're taking note of is snow. They have a nice little giggle about it and just like claps into the snow. Uh, and that's in triumph. Movie? Basically, it's in the movie. And then there's a tiny little epilogue where um, Pentecost. Oh, and so in case you didn't get this vibe, they are now each other's family because they don't have the original families anymore. Okay. Okay. I feel like yeah, that was very clear, but I, it had to be said. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I kind of got that. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it, though, too, because I was also like, I'm always waiting for the romance. You know me, I'm a romantic at heart, and I was like, that can't be the romance because she's too young. Well, exactly, so, that's what I experienced. I'm like, she looks 15, like, this ain't gonna yeah. fly. So it's a brother-sister uh, thing that happens there. Correct. Right, and a brother-brother with Eastwood. Yeah. Oof. So much brotherhood. Quite so much brotherhood. Did anyone take a lover other than uh, Newt uh, making love to a dragon brain? Great Named question. Alice. I'm going to come right back to that. Um, okay. To sum this up, Pentecost goes and confronts Newt, and he's like, 
tells him off for this plan, and he's like, we're, next time, we're not going to wait. We're coming for them, which means that there's going to be a part three, I guess. Did, why, did he tell off, why did he tell off Newt? Newt was under mind control. Um, no one's really sympathetic to that other than Gottlieb. What? That's... That's they being... should really drill down on that. The, <laughs> yep. The dragons, or the hell beasts, the kaiju, they... they they were able to achieve everything that they achieved through the manipulation of that man's brain. That's how they got into this wacky mess. Well, yeah. I assume in part three, they will dig deep into that. But for now, he's just, just perceived as a villain. Yeah. Punch him um, in the face. And when he wakes up, yell at him some more. Yeah. So back to your question about the romance. I totally skipped over the storyline because it had no ultimate bearing on anything. But one of the can things. Can I guess? Can I, can yes. I make a guess? Shao and Gottlieb. Oh, no. I wish. I would have been into that. Yeah. It's a, a girl that I have not referenced. Oh. oh I, was gonna, I was hoping it was Alpha Dog. <laughs> no, she's also too young. They're all teens. And I there's no for teen love. Well, what the hell did you go see it for then, Sam? <laughs> I was I felt really ripped off. Um, yeah. But there is another army person, female, um, that is part of the rivalry between Pentecost and Eastwood. There's history there. They both like her. Oh, uh, but it comes but to it, nothing, it, and she like kisses both of them on the cheek, and they say like, "That was like inconclusive. Let's deal with that later." They're like, "We're all bros." Yeah, bro. so it was Brother? like a touch of that, but it really like there was very little screen time to it. Uh, Pentecost finds during the battle right before they leave for Fuji. Uh, one of them saves the other, and they end up on top of each other, Eastwood and the girl, and then Pentecost is like. Oh, this right now and like that's the only moment where it matters and it doesn't matter because nothing happens with it hey hey, what song plays over the credits <laughs> really i was running to the car at that point i don't know 